Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Connected Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology, and anything else that feels right. I'm Sasha Arusu, Account Director for the TED Department here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Unimed, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. Our guest joining us today, my very good friend, Jack Lynch. How are you, Jack? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thanks. Good to see you again. Yeah, yeah I it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit nervous about having to open up on the podcast. but um... I am very nervous. <laughs> this isn't my ideal. It's a ma- you're a man of mystery normally. So. Normally, yeah, it's quite hard to get my emotions out of me. And listen up, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack Lynch is a data and tech strategist here at Mediacom, having worked at the company for just over six years. Jack started his career as a paid social panel buyer, working across Sky and Now TV. Jack now leads some of the UK's largest media pitches for the company. In 2021, he was tasked with the role of digital and data innovation lead for the launch of Sky Glass, Sky's biggest product release in 25 years. With a passion for data-driven marketing and changing the way people use data for better, Lynch is at the forefront of driving the privacy-first agenda, identifying new ways of unlocking commercial value using data opportunities. Jack is also the proud winner of the 30 Under 30 Campaign Award 2022. Congratulations, um, Jack. Thank you. Jack, uh, first of all, how are you? And um, we always ask everyone how the last year has been, not only on a personal level, but also within work. So just give us an overview of how the, how the year has been for you. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's been an eventful year, as you'd imagine. So maybe starting with work. Um, it's been really busy, as you would. Um, so working on Sky, I've worked on the account for a long time, but probably not had the scale of the task given to us last year which was sky glass everyone pushing towards that um in october last year i think was when the launch was finally going out uh, on the market in january so obviously all the pressures of how we can try and sell that new product very innovative it was also secret for a long time wasn't it, it? was yeah was, it was that called... was that a pressure kind of because i mean it... not even not even your colleagues at, at, at mediacom knew what yeah. you were working on right Project Llama, it was called. Um, but yeah, and my mum, who was um, as well, living at home at the time when I was working on it, she was dying to know. She kept trying, kept like, <laughs> not even what, your mum. <laughs> yeah, what what is Sky? Why are they going to be selling llamas? Um, but no, uh, we managed to keep it under wrap. Um, so yeah, I was working on that, and then this year we've taken on a, a lot more of the Sky business, which has been quite exciting. Um, but taking on the search, we've taken on a bit more of their B two B business. Um, so that sort of unlocks more opportunities. So as Sky keep growing, um, obviously we're having trying to grow with them. Boy, it's just great to be challenged in that in that space. Fantastic. Personally, though, um, I bought a flat uh, this year. Um, nice. Congrats for that as well. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, I actually bought it last year. It just took me about nine months to move in or so. Um, so I only moved in in March. Um, but yeah, that, that's been going really well. Uh, getting all my stuff and all my items for it which obviously taken quite a bit of time uh and then secondly i became an uncle as well this year for the first oh, time congratulations congratulations yep uh so that was quite uncle exciting jack. uncle jack indeed um they stayed with me my sister uh her husband and my little uh nephew luca uh stayed in the new flat a few weeks ago i took him out around greenwich which is nice that's really nice. That's lovely. So you're describing a very busy balance between work and life and lots of things happening and new things happening and lots of change. How do you think you 
you had the resilience to cope with that, deal with all of that. Is there anything you'd point to in in the past that that personally or career wise that that has given you that? I think with me myself, like in terms of me to say like work life balance, the two things are really entwined anyway yeah. for me. I really enjoy my work. I enjoy coming in. Uh, I get quite a lot of satisfaction from what what we do. And um, so equally, like I can balance that with my social life, and and uh, the two things. And help kind of push me to be probably who I am. So, from what I take from work the most, though, um, like organising and planning, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think that's probably a trait normally of men or, or so in their twenties and um, that they're quite organised. But I use that a lot to be able to plan different weekends and go away abroad and actually organise and see my friends, which can be quite difficult when they're all over the world. And then just saying yes to things as well. I think that's the other thing the industry is taught me that you can really jump in head first everyone's really sociable and I take that quite a lot uh, in my sociable life that to meet lots of different people and not be so introvert which we can sometimes like to be definitely you've been here just over six years that right correct yes I think anyone who goes past the five-year mark truly understands what it means uh, to live within the Mediacom culture um, and we obviously push diversity, inclusion, culture and belonging very heavily here at Mediacom. What does belonging mean to you? And especially within the workspace, what does that mean to you? Yeah, well, as you say, so I moved, I think, in May 2016 to the big smoke and um, with all the fears around that of moving to the giant city. I was coming from Manchester, obviously expecting people to be like nobody chats to you on the tube all those classic things around London but I was just amazed with all the people and in in particular it gets there's a lot but that melting pot idea that people come from all over the world to be here and then Mediacom was such a pivotal part of that actually well for for those six years so I met so many different friends here which I know most of them might have left by now uh, doing six years but um, I'm still really good friends with them and um Mediacom almost like is a symbol for London in terms that anyone can come here and work there so the two have gone quite hand in hand as well in that in that respect that's, that's really good to hear and, and like I'm just gonna say the sort of melting pot less of a melting pot more, more of a big fruit salad isn't it it's kind of like we're not all the same but um yeah I, I I always think that's the thing about London is is that you'll you'll find a kind of a tribe that you can kind of belong to and you can mix your tribes up and uh exactly yeah it's really really exciting in that respect um what do you hope to you've already achieved a lot in the last 12 months <laughs> what's your ambition for the end of next year yeah well keep going obviously um but re- yeah exactly <laughs> stay stay alive um but no we've recently started growing out the team so in my field being part of the data practice and we try to build out more specialities in that so that's probably one of the goals I'm trying to build out a team underneath me which can then help to support Sky in in some of those areas and that expertise digital or data and tech knowledge um, that's probably key and uh, it probably with the end of next year with the question it, it does actually sync quite nicely with the end of cookies and third party cookies being removed next year so there's massive like opportunity there um, from a work perspective of how we can really own that conversation, that narrative. 
So really being key with Sky, but also with the clients uh, of Medicom's point of view on that. Uh, and I would like personally to be known within the industry for being the ones who can really get clients set for that big transition, which will be happening in the next two years. It's amazing. But any personal goals outside of work? Um, not really. I, I, I've not since buying the flat. Probably finished my flat off, yeah. which uh, seems to be just taking a little bit, lo- bit longer than I thought. Um, but I suppose that could take on for years and years. I've never really owned a place uh, to myself before, so uh, always need another picture. <laughs> of course. Moving on to our favourite part of the podcast. Okay, my favourite question. If you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you, please? Oh, and by the way, I uh, we don't allow phones because everybody always says their phone. I just assume no, that you have your phone there. Yeah, no, that's I just fine. I assume you've got your phone. Uh, it's a bit of a random question, but I think I see how... I appreciate your feedback on how I might have answered it. Um, so the first thing to summon me... Yeah. I did think at first thing in the morning it would be a cup of tea. Um, being a northerner, I probably drink about five cups of tea a day. Uh, I have been known at work, probably pre-COVID, when we were all in the office every single day, to send tea back when it wasn't when people offered to make you a brew. Oh, and it's, it's quite, not proper. Oh it's God, you proper should yet. talk to my husband. It's just well, oh, yeah. honestly, I still can't make him a satisfactory cup of tea. I mean, coffee, I'm very confident with, but. Uh... Yeah, for anyone who's worked with me, uh, I did you to get them to remake it uh, if they put too much milk in it. But yeah, so I was quite particular with my tea making. Um, Cup of tea, tea, yeah. Yorkshire tea, if it would be a preference. Noted. Yeah. Um, The second one is actually my Spotify algorithm. Mm. Well, that's not, that's not. Is that that's not we it, we can't really get your algorithm. That's not readily available, well, is it? So to we've done play, would, we've done playlists before, right? So I guess yeah, yeah. I have, it, have I a have commonly a, available playlist. Oh, does it? Um, yeah, it has well, to be commonly available. I will put all of my music onto there, and I can share my account ID uh, if someone did want to try and steal it. Um, but the reason why um, it is probably one of my favor yeah i've just trained it really well um yeah okay so that it, it can really pull my mood and genre without me having to do much yeah um, what, do, what do you think sasha is that, is that like, uh, i, 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 I think it feels I, borderline to me i can understand it i think if we, if we playlist get, gather all his music we can we can make the algorithm so we can accept okay, that so, one. so if we could we could st- we could do you a, a a playlist based on um arctic monkeys and go from there yeah exactly all right. um Spotify technically loads of code that's commonly available <laughs> it, it, it makes everything right. um the third one is something moving into my new flat i bought these drawers which they're very small and not very handy so it's meant to be where you put like your underwear and, and things like that but because of that i've been quite particular and i've got a blue sock drawer uh and then the, the item actually is my blue socks so i've over the years i've I'm quite a, into my sock game. I'm not going to lie. Happy socks. It's like this yeah. light blue. Yeah. Um, so any of those blue socks, um, yeah. especially in the summer, they do kind of represent me. And um, people say, why have you got those bright blue and pink socks on? Um, okay. 
that's good. That's a strong choice. It's first. Mm. I think it's the first sock choice sock. we've had. Yeah, great. Right. Thank yeah. you. Um, the fourth one is my beach towel, huh? um, which is a bit more sentimental than that. It was, I think, it was my dad's in the eighties. So it was. Um, it's black and purple and pink. It looks a bit Aztec-y. So it's been around with me. Probably I've had it for I, about I, I'm sorry to years. crush your dreams, Jack, yeah. but we can't get you a specific beach towel. We can get you a beach uh, towel. A can it not, can it not be? Can, it, can you try and replicate it? Yeah, Yeah, we can try and replicate it. Yeah. We can go for the colours, yeah. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah, that would right. be it. Um, so, yeah. Um, but it's, oh, as it goes without saying, um, I really like the sun and sunbathing going on holiday. Uh, the pool, everything around that being outside. Uh, and then the fifth one, given it is Friday afternoon, would probably be a pint of lager, um, okay. which will probably both represent. I didn't know whether to do a pint of lager Friday afternoon or a cold gin and tonic late Saturday evening. Yeah. Uh, or early Saturday which, which do you think is a stronger call for you? Because obviously we're recording it on a Friday afternoon, but we don't know when people will be streaming it. So... Um, you can can go either way I probably you've got a bit more flavour with the gin and tonic and it's quite nice so I'd normally listen to Radio 6 on Saturday afternoon yeah Mm -hmm. and then with the gin and tonic then and you can maybe put different tonics um different fruit in there probably or or if you're listening to a Sunday a glass of like Malbec I think we're going with the gin and tonic I think we're gonna we've got we've got to narrow this down so okay. uh, strong, strong list, getting a real insight into um, who I am. Relaxed <laughs> Jack as well, which is uh, which is nice. D and T cup of tea, Spotify playlist, blue socks and a beach towel. Not bad. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jack, what would you say is your single best skill? Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> when I asked my friend this, they, <laughs> at work everyone said Excel. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been t- been told I play Excel like a piano, but I, I'm not going to pick that. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just um, I'd rather be able to play the piano than play Excel. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm actually going to say maps. Uh, I'm very I've got quite a good sense of direction, yeah. and I really like going to new cities, uh, looking at the map once and then just figuring out where I am. I don't normally have to look back on the map. I'm very, very good at visualising where I am from all the streets, and especially cities like Amsterdam or Barcelona, where you've got, like, Amsterdam, you've got, the, like, the horse rings, where you can have a look. Um, so you can figure out where you are, how many horse rings you've gone in. Barcelona, it's all grids. So I remember when I first went to Barcelona, I'd never been, and my friend was like, how do you know where you're around? I'd like, I've just seen the map. Um, and then that's No, that's it. just, I think that's a strong skill, as, as someone who yeah. completely lacks it, and is perfectly capable of looking at the map following it and still ending up in the wrong place yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i know i was just in edinburgh with my mum and then she didn't she says she's good at maps but i'm like what, do you not know where we are like we're here like yeah no that's yeah, a, but... that's a, that's a strong skill. um what would you practice more if you had the time and the space um i was thinking about this one <laughs> although it sounds a bit uh, bold uh, extreme sports okay um, Ooh, yeah. more in general um I recently went paddleboarding, which isn't very extreme. But, no. uh, but things where you basically big outdoors things, so like maybe skiing, rock climbing, things like that, where you need. I to saw take... you said you like the beach. I saw a um, film recently. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it ran on Sky, I think the hundred foot wave. 
which is about extreme surfing in um uh highly recommend extreme surfing in a um corner of portugal where they basically they've got people surfing on 80 foot waves and they're kind of going 100 foot wave as a matter of time don't think think i'll do that i'd love to be able to do that (laughs) i mean i can i i can i can barely bodyboard but you know i if i if i could learn to do that without hurting myself i definitely would yeah definitely more of those if we lived in more of an outdoor adventure place uh, i'd love to just be doing more of that um yeah amazing um where in the world real or fiction would you like to live and why um i struggled but i've got two places i want to cheat so today. sasha has a oh you have your tradition new tradition which is sasha guesses and you know you're okay. close to jack so we're we're expecting a we're expecting but this is the thing i mean i'm, I'm close to jack but after today and listen to some of the things yeah. he said now yeah. I think I'm well <laughs> so, so yeah. I've, I've got two guesses but let's see how let's see how we get on so again i could have changed this um i did i think i changed it this morning but i'm actually going to say rome but in 100 bc so i don't oh, think wow. you're going to guess this uh, no. and i would yeah. like to be a member of the senate uh, at that time i've always been quite fascinated by ancient civilizations yeah and i just can't really imagine or get my head around like a bustling rome in 100 BC or something like that. Uh, I would would rather be in the decadent pit part of the Senate with like grapes, etc. But I just just find it fascinating. I don't know if I'd want to be there all the time, but if I can come back, if I don't like it, it would be my request. What a great answer. And Sasha, you did not guess Um, that. You would have guessed that. Spain Spain or Manchester. That's what I had. uh, Yeah, you weren't too far off with Spain, a hot country. All right. Now the question you cannot prepare for. Um, I'm holding up three cards from the School of Life. I'm going to call them A, B or C. Which one would you like? I'll go with C, please. What work were you doing the last time you forgot time altogether? Forgot time? Yes, yeah, so it's kind of you got into the flow. You started off doing the project and then you looked up and, you know, I have this sometimes when I'm writing look up and two hours have gone past and it feels like five minutes oh any any time i'm in excel what did i do most recently i did a project plan for the year for my team um but all of a sudden it was eight o'clock in the evening and I, I didn't mean to stay that long but i just my head, head lost was in, in excel <laughs> exactly making it look nice <laughs> Well, Jack, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks for coming on again. Uh, Wish you all the best for the rest of the year and we hope to speak to you soon. Great. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks, sir.